Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's Movie Blog. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing on this Saturday evening? We are live currently on the D Live and also, of course, over on YouTube. Thank you all for joining me this evening. Tonight, of course, main discussion point is going to be the Disney box office in 2020. Will CV end up being the death nail for them at the box office because of very, very, very low foreign box office totals, or will they somehow be able to make that up with American money, or will we see something in between? I honestly don't know at this point in time. I think that it's not looking very good in the foreign market for all studios, but obviously we know that Disney has made a very huge effort, especially with movies like Mulan, for instance, for really pushing it in other countries outside of America and kind of leaving America in the dust, saying, oh, we don't really care about America because America is not where the big bucks are, right? America is not where all that big box office gold is. It's in the foreign marketplace where there is just a huge influx of cash flow. When you look to most big budget films, they tend to, studios tend to make most of their money from the foreign marketplace. And so it makes a lot of sense that they would want to put more resources into those other countries. But obviously, everything going on with CV affecting a lot of those very big markets that they've been pushing to, especially China, starts to make you ask the question, is that going to end up biting them in the tush? I think that it will. And yes, I just used the word tush, and there's nothing that you can do about it. But how is everyone doing this evening? DLAV community, we got Captain Mr. Roy. We got Captain Dean Heiss, uh, TrackDog67. Thanks for following me over there. And we also have got Mr. Peabody in the chat as well over on YouTube. Let us see here. We got Laura. Ryan stole my fanfic story. Says, I'll be late to the stream, y'all. That's all right. Thanks for stopping by early. Josue Vagia, what's going on? Josue was here 30 minutes early. In disguise. Meep, meep, cough, cough. What is going on in disguise? Tina is here as well. And Steph. I got both Malvalks in the house tonight. Tina and Steph, how's it going? Hound 3000, need some hugs. What's going on? Hope you get those hugs. Mr. Peabody's over there as well, double dipping. Sizer Neons, what is going on? Gloin the Hobbit, what's going on? Gloin the Hobbit. Mike Jackson, how's it going? Patron Mike Jackson, how are you doing, good sir? Uh, Tina, thanks for letting them know how to contact me. If you're on YouTube and you have a comment that you want me to read or a question you want me to answer, uh, just put Odin question, all one word, Odin question, all one word, Odin question, O-D-I-N-Q-U-E-S-T-I-O-N. And it'll pop up orange on my screen, and it'll make me realize that you're trying to get my attention. If you're over on DLive, just put at Odin at the very beginning of your comment, since it is less hectic over there. Less hectic, rather. Uh, and I'll be able to see that comment as well. So that way I know you're not trying to talk to other people in the chat. All right, let's see. HyperNext13's here. What's going on? Hyper. Stream Elements is running. Gmonkey76 is here as well. Destiny28 says, Odin. What's going on, Destiny28? Uh, let's see, Thunder, Thunder Duck is here, what's going on, Thunder Duck? Um, and let's see, uh, Kokoroos, what's going on, Kokoroos? Uh, HyperDexter Teen says, hi dude, how's it going? Is it okay if I ask some off-topic questions because I'm tired of Disney, they can burn for all I care? Uh, we're gonna try and keep it based solely, uh, try to keep the questions, uh, mostly de- geared on the box office. You can mention other studios, other movies that might be affected by CV, uh, but of course the main topic point today that I want to stay focused on is the box office, Disney specifically in the box office, since they are probably the biggest studio that has made the most attempt, or the biggest attempt, the most financially, you know, the the largest financial attempt to try and get into other marketplaces, especially China. So that's the reason why I want to focus on that specifically tonight. But uh, if you have something that's even somewhat close to that, could be good. Uh, Father Chris Miller, hail to you, Father, says, hail Odin. Just got off Gary's stream and hope to be back in 90 minutes. Hashtag not holding my breath. <laughs> 
Oh, well, Father, thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. Super Anime Gamers here. Hey, oh, it's been a while. What is up, my dude? What is going on, Super Anime Gamer? Hope you are doing well. Bruce says, CV is to blame for all things that go bad for Hollywood, at least for the next month anyway. Well, Bruce, I do think that there is some truth to that. There are people out there, even friends of mine, who are, I think, in certain ways, rightly claiming that they're going to use CV as the excuse for everything. And I do think that a lot of people are. But we do have to realize that CV is going to be a valid excuse some of the time, right? For China, for example, you know, for a studio like Disney, not making as much money on their movies, not having that China marketplace, at least as of now, is a pretty big deal, especially for a film like Mulan, which they try to push very heavily and kowtow very heavily to the Chinese people to try and get more of them to go see the movie and make a huge profit margin off of them. So we do have to keep in mind that certain movies... Uh, certain productions, certain studios will indeed be directly affected, and it will be because of CV. I think that there is an argument to be made that because of the fear-mongering going on by the media, because if you've been watching the media, they are fear-mongering to death what's going on with CV right now in the United States at the very least. I don't know how it is in y'all's individual countries if you're not in the United States right now, but it's obvious that because of that, you could have families that freak out and say, oh, well, I'm just not going anywhere. I'm, I'm never leaving my house unless I have to. You know, you know how the, there are families that are going to be like that. And I think that when you keep that in mind, having a lower box office at the United States box office level w- makes a lot of sense to me too. And so a studio blaming CV even in the United States would even still make sense to me. Now, whether or not that's going to be the sole reason, the primary reason why a film doesn't do as well It's hard to say, right? It's really hard to say because CV is not really impacting as many people in the U.S. as it is affecting other people in other parts of the world, especially China and Italy. But also as well, we don't really have a lot of data on it for the U.S. as of now. You know, we're still waiting for a lot of people to be tested. We really don't know whether, you know, how far spread it is in the U.S. at this point in time because of the fact that it has that 30-day incubation period. There's a lot of things we just don't know. So I think that, I think we could make a valid or that studios could make a valid argument that CV could result in lower box office. And I think that that's not just going to be them making an excuse. And again, it's because of the fear mongering going on by the media. Again, I might be wrong on that, but it it makes sense to me at the very least. So uh, father, Christopher Miller says, tush. Oh, my virgin ears. (laughs) Uh, I figured that you would appreciate that. Uh, Dean Heiss. What's going on, bruv? Uh, Rob D. I see you in the chat. Soul Assassin. Teresa Martin. What's going on, Teresa Martin? I see you in the chat as well. Uh, Tina says, when you bend the knee, sometimes you get a bit, <laughs> you said, sometimes you get a bit in the behind. Hey, Odin, you stole what I was going to say. Oh, Tina. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry. 70B says, I'm reporting the word tush. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you say the word tush? Yeah, I'm very sorry. I'm so sorry, Steph. I'm so very sorry. Uh, JJ, what's going on, JJ? How's it going? I see you in the chat. Uh, JJ is the one that usually uh, sponsors a lot of the giveaways that we do on the main channel. Robert Frey, what's going on, Robert Frey? How's it going? Uh, let's see, HyperNext13. You know what? I will say one thing. As much as my condolences are given to those affected by the CV, I will thank the CV for having a negative effect against Disney. That's all I'll say. Yeah, and again, I think that you can have that mindset, right? Where you obviously pray for anyone that's been affected by it. You pray for the, the, the lives that have been lost, especially for the elderly, because they're the ones that are most uh, negatively impacted by it because of weakened immune systems, but also or not having as strong of immune systems. But also my boy, I got to give some shout outs to Mr. Peabody. So Mr. Peabody used to work in the nursing field. And so he has some knowledge of how viruses work. And he made a very good point that I hadn't really ever considered before. 
And that was that no one ever actually dies from the flu or from the cold. It's that the cold and the flu lower the immune system, and so you get infections, and those infections are what end up killing you. I think someone said at one point the most common one is most likely, uh, was it pneumonia, where people die of pneumonia, and they got pneumonia because they had the flu or something to that effect, right? And so I think that's the thing that we need to know from CV is that CV is not killing people. CV is affecting the immune systems of people, and that is allowing for infections to take hold, which is why the death rate is very high among elderly and among the very, very, like, you know, infant children because immune systems aren't really as strong. And so, therefore, when they do get the infection, or rather when they do get CV, it lowers their shields and they're not able to fight off any infections, which they already would have been struggling to fight off anyway because of a weakened immune system. So, again, shout out to Mr. Peabody for for kind of letting me know about that and schooling me a little bit on how viruses and things like that work because it's something that you don't really think about a whole lot. You know, you hear all the time, you know, these many people die from the flu every single year. But the reality is that, no, it's it's the flu causes or, or puts them in the position to receive and to, you know, basically get those infections that end up actually uh, killing people. So, yeah, but going back to your point, Hyperin, yeah, we can absolutely pray for those that have been affected, pray for those whose lives have been lost, who've lost family members to this. But at the same time, too, it is intriguing to see that this is having a negative impact on a financial level because we we knew this was going to happen right look at the stock market we know it's having a financial impact look at the means of production uh, especially in china right you know china makes so many things and they're having to either shut down factories or or limit certain interactions you know uh, rather uh, limit imports exports things like that so it's going to have an impact on industry And one that we don't think about very often, but since my channel covers it, is the box office, right? People going to see movies, spending cash on movies. So I think that it's very important for us to point those things out. And Peabody, no, thank you, man. He's saying thank you for the shout out. No, thank you for, again, educating me on that because, again, I wouldn't know. You know, I'm I'm a religion teacher at a high school. I have received a basic education, but knowledge of that is something that you usually don't go into in a basic high school education, at least not in my high school education, uh, which might be a commentary on my high school. But then again, it's also been a long time then since I've been in high school. So maybe we did learn it and I just don't remember it. Uh, but anyway, the Gilk Man, what's going on, Gilk Man? Uh, thank you so much. I'm so glad you changed your name, by the way. The Gilk Man, thank you for the $3 super chat. It says, Hail Odin, thank you for being you. Well, thank you, Gilk Man. I appreciate it. And it looks like you had a lot of fun with Jeremy uh, down at Pensacon. So uh, shout out to you, good sir. All right. Chat jumped on me once again, as it tends to do. Um, let us see here. Um, where are we? Where are we in the chat? All right, Peter Han says, how likely is it that we will see dinosaurs in Witcher Season 2? I don't really know much about the Witcher series in general. Uh, As you all know, I'm not a hardcore gamer, though I have been gaming more recently than in previous times in my life. Uh, You know, playing a lot of things. I actually today was playing a lot on my Switch. I hadn't played on my Switch in probably a good month or so. So I was finally playing on my Switch a little bit, played a little Mario Kart, played a little uh, Pokemon Let's Go, because I'm a huge fan of the old school Pokemon games. And Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu is a remake of Pokemon Yellow from back in the day when I used to play that on my Game Boy. And it's got updated graphics and different mechanics and stuff. And I actually like the changes that they made to it. It definitely makes things a little bit easier in certain instances. But I kind of like that because it allows you to enjoy it without having to deal with the headache of the original game. (laughs) Because uh, especially when you're playing it on an actual emulator that doesn't let you. Because that's basically the only way to play it. Because I have my old Game Boy, but it doesn't work anymore. 
So either you can find the game and find a Game Boy that still works, or you can get a system that has an emulator that runs on it. Right? I have the the little uh, was it the Pocket Boy uh, emulator, but it's still an emulator nonetheless. And with those, sometimes you can do a speed up. And that's something that I used to do is I used to play emulator on my computer and I would just play it at double the speed and make it go by so much faster. So luckily I don't have to worry about that with this game because I can't speed it up in Let's Go on the Switch, but I can also just have a lot more fun with it and don't feel the need to have to speed it up as much because it already kind of is with the mechanics that they build into the game. But that all being said, to answer your question, I don't know if dinosaurs are going to be in The Witcher Season 2, but if they are in there, uh, sign me up. That sounds amazing. Uh, the Lonely Cynic, what's going on, member The Lonely Cynic? Uh, Gloin the Hobbit says Bloomberg spent $500 million on ads. Hashtag leader production budget was $175 million. He could give James Cameron enough money to make 25 extra hashtag Alita sequel films. Yes, um, absolutely. And I would love to see Alita get some love. And you know what? If, instead of wasting your money on a political campaign that went nowhere, yeah, spend it on. You know what? You know what, Bloomberg? You have all that money. Why don't you do that? Why don't you make some movies? Why don't you produce some films, right? Not like getting involved with the production process or getting involved with the creative process, but just give your monies to studios. And actually, even better, give it to independent production companies so that they can actually make really great films and not these just overproduced, uh, soulless, I, you know, lack of ideas nonsense that we're getting from giant companies like Disney. That'd be great. Do that instead. Bruce says, at this point, any bad news for Disney is good news to my ears. And I feel like a lot of us feel that way, man. Uh, I know that I do. Uh, in disguise, I found out recently I am a I am a kick Vic anti comics gate guy named McCheese from the USA running a gay opera. WTF? That is by our friend Sketch Therapy. What a wackadoodle! Oh man, that dude. Yeah, he he is a wackadoodle uh, to say the least. He is a wackadoodle, and that's so funny because in disguise has been around for a long time. He he's been around at least on my live streams for months. Long before this McCheese character came around. So I already know that In Disguise has nothing to do with this McCheese person. But yeah, I mean, that that dude's already crazy enough as it is. So it doesn't surprise me that he's going to go down that conspiracy theory rattle. He is still, months later, still talking about me in other chats. I'm told, like, people, other people watch streams, you know, of other channels. And they will tell me, oh, by the way, this dude, you know, you know he was talking trash about you again. It's like, he can't let it go. He can't let it go that he was harassing someone and that his account got suspended because he was harassing someone. It's like, get over yourself, dude. Uh, HyperDex13, is CV the reason why the Bond movie got postponed? It looks like Godzilla vs. Kong and Dune are in trouble. Yes, that is the reason why Slicer, so, uh, rather Hyperin, um, CV is the reason why, uh, because Bond obviously is going to also depend very much on the foreign market. I would say also, you know, for, you know because of the way that they use the cars and everything. That Italy was going to play a major factor too. I think if it was only affecting China and it was contained to China, they wouldn't have postponed it. But because it's in a place like Italy, which is a pretty big market for films, and you know, also other markets too, other foreign countries are being affected by it as well. That's the reason why they decided to end up pushing it back. But yeah, I mean, they think, you know, I think that they are obviously thinking the long game on this, saying, okay, we can postpone production, or rather, we can postpone the release of this film a little bit longer and guarantee ourselves a better financial return on our investment. So do not be surprised if you see other films get delayed. And that's going to be interesting to see because are they going to delay a film like Black Widow? Are they going to delay any summer releases? Could we see this being one of the most bland summers ever because so many films end up getting delayed because of CV? We honestly don't know at this point because 
the, the virus at this point has not reached the point where it can't spread anymore. I think it's we're because we're finding out more and more about it as every day goes by. We're finding out more and more cases because obviously of that very long incubation period of about 30 days. We are eventually are going to get to a point where it's going to reach its peak level, right, with the most uh, infections, the most deaths, etc., and at that point, things will start to contract like it always does because we learn more from it. We learn how to prevent it. We learn how to, you know, deal with it with either vaccines, which is probably about 12 months still on, but we are able to contain it better. And so obviously because you contain it, it means you'll have less. And yeah, it's going to be interesting to see though how large it gets and at least from the movie side of things, how much of the box office it affects because to be honest, when other things happen like SARS and when other, you know, worldwide illnesses happen, I wasn't really following the box office as much as I do now. So I don't know if it had any impact on the local U.S. box office or even the foreign box office numbers. But that might be interesting to look into to see what films made during those times in history versus what films are making now and if we can find any correlation between the two. But yeah, it is fascinating to see how all this is working out. And yeah, don't be surprised if other films get delayed. I think that, you know, Godzilla vs. Kong... The only thing that might save that film from being delayed is the fact that it's going to be coming out around, was it in the summertime, I believe? And even if the film might not make as much in the foreign markets, that's still a very prime time for summer, uh, domestic, rather, the domestic numbers for the summer. So they might hold on to those summer releases. That might be the only thing that they hold on to is because they realize, okay, we can still make money in America, in, you know, in America and Canada, and then we can just pu- push back the foreign release a little bit longer. But yeah, it is interesting. Let's see, over on DLive, Phonemo says uh, he could also fund a Drive Angry sequel. Yes, the sequel that everyone wanted. Uh, Phonemo says Black Widow could go either way. They could use the excuse of CV as why it didn't do well if it is a bad movie. Phonemo, I think that's a fair point. And I mentioned that in the video that I made today talking about how Disney's 2020 box office could be a disaster in comparison to previous years. And a lot of that could be because of CV. And as you mentioned, they could try and use it as an excuse, even if it's not the actual reason why the films don't do nearly as well. But as I said, it's going to be really hard to prove why people decided to stay home on any given film. Because CV could be part of it, could be nothing to do with it, and it could be everything to do with it, right? We, we honestly, people are so, you know, fickle sometimes, and people make up their minds about random things. And random things are what affect people and, and affect the way that, in the you know, the decisions that people make. And so... We honestly won't be able to know one way or the other, I think. Uh, Captain Dean Heiss over on DLI says, Bond is being delayed to write CV into the story. <laughs> oh, Lord, let's hope not. Let's hope they don't do that. Slicer Neons over on YouTube says, Which is worse for humanity, Disney, Hollow, Requels, or CV-19? <laughs> uh, well, let's be honest. Obviously, CV is worse because people's lives are being affected. I know that you meant it as a joke, but again, just to be honest, just to make it clear to everyone out there, uh, again, I do not joke about this uh, disease or I, I don't joke about this illness because, you know, anytime someone's lives are going to be lost or lives are going to be affected by this in that way, you know, I think it's kind of hard to find myself in that position to do that. But I see, I see what you're trying to go for. Rob D says, if Sonic got a China and, ja- uh, and Japan release, do you think it would, uh, it would be past Detective Pikachu worldwide by now? By now it's hard to say because it was supposed to get a Japan release recently. Uh, and so I don't remember where, the Japan release was for Detective Pikachu, but I definitely think it would have been more than what it is now, for sure, because they were expecting a huge market for Japan. But yeah, you're right. Uh, it got delayed. Uh, so I was talking about other delays. So uh, Sonic was supposed to get a release in Japan, and that has since been halted because of the infection being in Japan. 
And obviously, they were expecting a lot of money from China as well. So obviously, they can still make money back if they decide to release the film there months down the road. But I can't think of many films in recent memory that got that much and that far away of a release from an American release, right? So when you get a U.S. release, I can't think of many films that got a China release 12 months down the road or something to that, to that effect. Because something tells me that we probably wouldn't see a release of a film in China until maybe at least 6 to 12 months from now. And I, obviously, I, I can't think of any recent films that would have gotten that far out. Hound 3000, will Mulan fail internationally with the CV running around and all? It could, Hound 3000. And that was one of the things I was saying, was that it is expected to make around $90 million here uh, in the domestic market in U.S. and Canada, which is a decent amount of money. But it's no secret that they have been pushing that film more so in the foreign markets than here. They care more about the foreign money for that film than they do for a lot of the other films that they make. And because they're not going to get that, you could potentially see because they put a lot of money into that movie. Because um, I've been trying to think about what the Mulan uh, production budget is. Let's see. Mulan production production cost. Let's see. <laughs> I was like, it's definitely not that one because that says $90 million. That was the animated version from the 90s. Uh, Mulan 2020, the budget is around $200 million, meaning with marketing, cost around $300 million to make, meaning the film needs to make probably around $450 million plus in order to break even at the box office, which it's not going to make here stateside. Uh, it's expected, I think, to make around $300 million domestically by the end of its run. No, actually, no, that's sorry. I'm looking at, I was thinking of the wrong film. Uh, Black Widow is expected to make around $300 million stateside based on early estimates. I don't know what Mulan's expected to make worldwide. It's expected to open to around $80, $90 million. So you could see that film getting into the two $300 million range here in the United States. But it's nice, it still needs to make that extra money back in the foreign marketplace in order to make its money back. So, yeah, it is uh, definitely ridiculous. Um, let us see. The Lonely Cynic, a member of The Lonely Cynic says, are you excited for A Quiet Place 2? I am. I am very, very excited. I actually, I love the first film. They're actually are releasing, they're re-releasing it with this Mondo cover art on Steelbook 4K. And it's got this awesome cover with these like red lights. I think I'm, I'm thinking about buying that actually because it looks beautiful. I already own it on Blu-ray. Um, I don't own it on 4K yet, but it just looks freaking awesome. So that's available for pre-order right now for anyone that's a collector out there. But it's oh, it looks fantastic. Just look up Quiet Place 4K Mondo, and you'll see the cover. It just looks really cool. But yes, uh, I love the first film. I, I like what John uh, John Krasinski is doing behind the camera as a director, and I cannot wait to see what the story does in its uh, continuation. You know, obviously, I'm usually against sequels in general, but seeing that A Quiet Place was based off of a more original concept and was not a, a remake of something else. I'm okay with that because it's a film that was successful uh, because it was an original idea and it just was able to, I think, execute their concept very well because that is a movie that could easily not have worked for a lot of people. And it didn't work for a lot of people, but I think it worked for enough people, obviously, to justify a sequel and also, I think, to even justify this film becoming a, I think that by the end of its run, it'll have a trilogy and I kind of hope it ends there. Or it spawns other films based in that universe with the monsters and with the post-apocalyptic uh, post-apocalyptic era, but maybe not with the same characters. That's what I want more of, right? I want more movies like that where it's not necessarily them 
just remaking something or giving a direct sequel or direct prequel to a certain story, but making a movie in the universe that's that's been set up already, right? I mentioned this previously. Imagine a, a Blade Runner-esque film or a movie set in the Blade Runner universe but has nothing to do with the main characters. It has nothing to do with Harrison Ford's character or with you know the character that's established in 2049, right? It's just its own story. I think that could be interesting in and of itself. And with movies like A Quiet Place where it has that horror genre where it is based off of this apocalyptic event that happens with these monsters and it looks like we're going to get answers to that because this movie that's a sequel has footage from before the event happened which is therefore going to make this film almost have prequel territory attached to it because it's going to deal with things that happened prior to the first film. It's kind of what they've been doing, actually, honestly, with the Cloverfield universe, right? You had the first Cloverfield film, which was the, you know, was the uh, you know, found footage film, and then they had 10 Cloverfield Lane. And personally, I loved 10 Cloverfield Lane. I thought it was a fantastic film. Could that film have worked outside of the Cloverfield universe? Absolutely it could have. But I like that it did happen in the Cloverfield universe because I do also like the original Cloverfield film. Then, of course, you get into the Cloverfield paradox, which was terrible. It was god-awful. It was so bad that they released it directly to Netflix and uh, early, and it just, uh, just did not do well at all. And uh, But yeah, Quiet Place 2 looks fantastic, and I can't wait for it. All right, jump over to DLive. Let us see. Phonemo says, the media will blame... Uh, will blame Bond and Black Widow on the toxic patriarchy that is CV. Oh, yes, I could see that. Uh, Captain Dean Heist says, I wonder how CV is going to affect the Olympics. There's a chance the Olympics could get canceled. There is a chance. And especially with it happening in Japan, especially with them already shutting a lot of things down in that country, I could definitely see that happening. You know, it really depends on how well they're able to contain it in that country. If they're able to contain it and if the countries that are going to be represented are able to contain it. You know, either one, it's going to be canceled, or two, you'll have, and even two has like two scenarios. One, certain countries don't send their teams because of CV, or adversely, Japan says these countries' teams are not welcome. And if that were to happen, you would have complete chaos because it's the Olympics that does not actually represent the best of the best because certain athletes aren't allowed to go. Or you'll probably, you know, I guess a third alternative would be they have it, but every person that has to compete gets CV tested, and if they test positive, they can't go. Which, again, would also, I think, raise some some issues and some questions. But, yeah, I think that the Olympics are going to be affected in some way, and that there is definitely a chance that the Olympics could get canceled. Which I'd be sad, because uh, my brother has actually got tickets to go to uh, a couple events at the Olympics. And it'd be the first time for him, obviously, going to an Olympic Games, and it'd be really sad for him not to be able to go. Also... Because he gets to visit Japan, and Japan is definitely one of those countries that I would love to visit one day. Uh, Captain Dean Heist, thank you very much for the three ice cream donations over on DLive. I appreciate it very much. All right, back over to YouTube. Uh, Glinzer says, I heard YouTube cracking down on streamers who don't say CV, but actually, you know, say the thing. True. So, Glinzer, I haven't found that on my channel because I've said the full name before. I I've said the full name of the virus on my channel, and I've not had any videos demonetized but there are people that have. That's the only reason why I'm saying CV now. Um, also because it's just easier to say. <laughs> just easier to say all around and easier to type too. And I know exactly what you're talking about when you put it there. But yeah, it, it is interesting to see, uh, nonetheless, about how certain channels are being negatively impacted. M my thought process is, is that YouTube's cracking down on channels that seem to be trying to monetize it. Uh, there have been tech channels that I follow uh, Jay's Two Cents, I believe, had one video that got demonetized and a couple others. 
And I think that YouTube's mindset, I don't think they're right on this, but YouTube's mindset might be, oh, we don't want to run ads on videos that are trying to make ad revenue off of talking about CV since it's big in the news right now. And I can 